Hello and welcome to the Chris and Bud Show. My name is Chris Scarborough, and with me is my co-host, my friend, and my brother in pod, Mr. Bud Bohannon. Together we'll be taking you on a nostalgic ride discussing a wide array of topics from our childhood through today, hoping to share a bunch of laughs along the way. Today's topic is how we spend money on shit we don't really need. That's 100% true, actually. And hello. <laughs> hello. I'll let Bud lead, because Bud, Bud, in my opinion, was his is uh, more egregious than my purchase. Which purchase? <laughs> I don't know. Pick one. I've spent money on a lot of stupid shit I don't need. <laughs> we don't need to talk numbers. Numbers don't need to be said out loud, but just dumb stuff. Okay. Pretty much everything that I own. We- you know, like your pool cues. Yeah. Those are the ones that I thought were pretty egregious. Well, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're going to be the best, you got to buy the best, right? <laughs> Ain't that how it works? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Because as long as you got the fanciest pool cue, you're definitely going to be the best pool player. Yeah. Billards player. Whatever. Whatever they're called. If you got the fastest <laughs> car, you're going to win every race. Not if you can't drive it. I mean, we'll worry about that later. Oh, goodness. So, uh, really, this all kind of stemmed from, I finally, as 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 not only Bud, but one of my other friends, Chris, that I have joined the master race, as they say. Are you referring uh, to yourself in third person? No, I was referring to another Chris um, from from work. So not me. See, now um, you name dropping people. But you both called. Yeah, they won't listen, so it's not like, it, or he won't listen, so it's not like it matters. But I'm going to find um, them and make them listen. <laughs> I'm going to go, do- uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go down I- to where you work and be like, hey, who Chris? Be like, you need to listen <laughs> to what Chris was shit talking to you. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, I wasn't shit talking, not yet. Uh, but yeah, no, I finally, I finally um, bit the bullet. Literally, well, not literally, but it felt like it. Some at least for like a couple hours afterwards. No, because if you bit a um, bullet, you'd have a mo- another expensive bill. Yeah, I don't need any more expensive bills. That was enough for me. Um, but yeah, so I finally, uh, you know, it's, it'll be here Wednesday. Um, so it'll give me some playtime, goofing off. Um, I work all week this week because I get I get to enjoy weekend here. But yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty cool. And it was something that I um have been putting off for a long time, but really it's about time. Um, so I'm excited. Um, really, what we what we're thinking about was like anybody else who may be buying a new PC or or something else. Maybe we could think about things that you sort of need. Like when you're talking about, let's just assume they've already made the purchase because we don't want to uh, pass too much judgment on the purchase. But like things that you need once you first buy a new new PC, I don't even know what. I mean, we we had this long conversation, of course, about it because you know I ask a bunch of dumbass questions, but I'd rather ask the dumb questions than than be a dumb than to be a dumbass, right? I guess. Um, so yeah, can you think of a couple things that you would uh, mention to anybody who had just recently bought a PC? Well, a lot of things that get overlooked. When buying a PC, like obviously people buy the PC and the monitor, but a lot of things that often get overlooked is simple things like cables, um, 
surge protectors, a decent mouse, yeah. a decent keyboard, a mouse pad. I mean, these are all like little purchases, like, you know, a mouse pad, like a normal mouse pad is only like 10 bucks or so. An oversized mouse pad's about 25, 30. But these little purchases add up. Yeah. They call them peripherals, right? So, uh, we had like a, a 20 minute conversation about search protector. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's it's kind of crazy. Well, I mean, that's just because, you know, if, if you're going to go out and, you know, especially in our cases, if you're going to go out and blow two, three thousand dollars on a PC or any piece of, you know, electrical equipment, what's another, you know, 50 to 150 dollars? to get a very good surge protector to protect that investment. Yeah. And I mean, that, obviously that for me, it was like, God, dog, man, that's a lot of money at, at first. Right. And then when you broke it down, I was like, yeah, that makes way more sense. But you know, when you can buy a surge, like a, a cheapo surge protector for eight bucks yeah. and you're like, well, but you know, you should probably go for a, a, a significantly better one, especially given the purchase price and everything that you put into it. Just, you know, it obviously makes more sense. It's, like you said, the way you compared it was like $7,000, $100, $3,000, Like, it's really not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things of what you've already spent. Might as well not go cheap now, um, because if that surge protector, for example, were to not work, or if it, like you said, it's based on jewel ratings, so if, that, if it's been consumed and it no longer is working, and that thing blows up, well, you're SOL, man. So Yeah, that's an expensive uh, It's definitely fix. important to get the right one. Yeah. Like the analogy I gave yeah, you was with a car, you know, what what makes sense to you to spend the $30 to put oil and change the oil in your car or to keep running it and blow it up? Right. Yep. And I mean, that's about as good as you can get when it comes because the same, basically the same principle, because you may not, you may not blow the engine up first or whatever, but more than likely it's gonna, if you don't keep changing out the oil. So, I mean, you're obviously gonna have other things that probably happen first, but yeah, I mean, it'll, um, it'll deteriorate before blowing up. Yeah. Unlike a computer. Yeah, like you'll lose pistons and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the computer um, will just outright blow up if you don't have it protected. And them little small surge right. protectors, I don't even want to label them as surge protectors. They're basically just socket extenders. Like extra, they give you yeah, e extra plugs. Yeah, they give you more plugs. <laughs> but you know, most of the things yeah, you hook much. up to those little cheap power strips, I mean, you know, you're hooking your phone up to it or like an alarm clock, you know, just little tiny little things that don't draw a lot of power anyway. Right, yeah. So you're not going to have the same sort of um, potential damage, I guess. Most of these have, most of the stuff these days have built-in surge protectors in them. But yeah, you still don't want to. Why cheap there? I mean, that, that's um, how I look at it. That's exactly how right. I look at it. You don't spend all this money See, on this big purchase. Why go cheap in something that could save it? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Well, it was, not it even, was definitely something where, and not even something that could save it, but something that will save it. Yeah, more more than a couple times. Um, and still, when you look at it in long, I think that's the other thing is like, sometimes we're so used to like the, I, I was reading something, they were talking about the Walmart mentality where you're so used to buying everything for so cheap that, uh, it's hard to kind of get over that hump. But at the same time, if you broke it down, let's say, I don't know, how long do you think an average search, like 60, $80 search protector, like we purchased would last about five years. Okay. So five years, assuming that's like less than $5 a month. Yeah. Assuming you don't live in an area that has a lot of power outages. Right. 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 But I mean, we're just being just average here. Mm -hmm. So if you spent, even if you spent a hundred bucks, that's like what? Six bucks a month, something like that. I mean, that's nothing. So it's like you spend more than that on damn coffee a week. Most people do, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's really not that big of a deal when you break it down like that. Um, you know, I use that analogy for a lot of things. If it's something you use every day, or in this case, something that protects something that you use every day, it makes so much sense. I know it sucks, right? To spend 60, 70, 80, $100 on something that you don't physically use, but it protects something that you do. 
you yeah. know, it makes a huge difference. And I'm, I'm even like that with like my food bill and stuff. You know, if you go out to eat like fast food restaurants and you work a five day work week, say if you spend on average seven dollars, which is cheap for fast food nowadays. But say you spend seven dollars, that's thirty five dollars a week. Well, that's seventy dollars every two weeks. So if you get paid every two weeks, that's seventy dollars that comes out of your check for food. When you could probably bring your lunch for, I mean, shit, you two know. three bucks. Yeah, I mean, even less than that. If you make sandwiches and stuff, you know, you got a loaf of bread that's like two three dollars. You got a pack of ham that's like two three dollars. You got a pack of cheese that's like two dollars. So you've got what eight nine dollars in something that could give you two weeks worth of lunches. Yep. Yeah, I pack my lunch most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, a lot of it is just being smart about I, I, obviously we make dumb purchases all the time but at least trying to be smart about them you know food is food man as long as it gives me sustenance to last right yeah I'm trying not to think about it now going out to dinner or something that's a different story well, i mean yeah yeah it's you know if you want to go out and splurge you know 50 60 70 80 whatever dollars for a meal especially if it's like a celebratory event you know i'm all for that i've done it several times I'll probably keep doing it because I enjoy food. I really do. But I'm with you also where when I'm working, all I need is that substance. I just need something to eat or I won't pass out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's more important just to eat. Yeah. I don't really think about it, man. I try to save because like you said, seven, eight bucks. But really, I would say people probably spend closer to 10 to $15 a day because, you know, you might buy a drink throughout the day, whatever. So you're spending fifteen, ten or fifteen dollars a day. That's a that's a crap ton of money to spend over the course of, like you said, a week, two weeks, even a month. When you break it down, that you could have easily just, you know, brought a water bottle or, uh, like you said, packed your lunch. Anything to make it through the day. Really, it was more important to go home and eat your dinner, right? Yeah. And I mean, there's <laughs> right? there's eat, some eat people steak or something. There's some people that do breakfast and lunch when they go out for work. You know, they might stop Ooh. by, like you said, Starbucks or Dunkin' and get themselves a coffee, right? There's $8. You know, they may stop by somewhere else and get breakfast, which could be another 5 or $6. So, you know, right there we're at, you know, 11 to $14. Plus you got lunch. So, hell, you could be spending $20 a day. That's $200 every yeah. two weeks. It's $400 a month. Ooh, that's like a whole, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a solid, that's a car payment. That's, that's a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That you could easily be proving your life on uh you know i believe in quality of life like purchases and things that kind of balance out you know food isn't really one of them when it comes to lunchtime like you know if you got to go out with the boss man you like out for a uh a work lunch or something homeboy's paying so you ain't got to worry about it you know that's a different story but uh you know if you're paying for it psh, nope you better save your money well, i mean like, at least try to another prime example especially in today's time is like all these streaming services this is the one that I'm guilty oh. of because this is what I do in my free time, though. I watch movies and I watch TV shows. It's what I enjoy doing. So if I'm paying for five, six streaming services, you know, 10 to $15 per month, that's a lot of money. But that's stuff that I enjoy doing. So I, I value that money is well spent. Could I save myself probably $70 a month? Absolutely. But then I'd be bored as fuck. Well, yeah, because my option is like, well, your options are streaming sites with ads or free ones with ads, and I will 100% of the time spend the extra money to not have ads. Mm -hmm. I just I, I just do it. Um, you know, like I bundled my Hulu and Disney Plus together and got ES I don't watch ESPN often, but like it's basically free. I get to watch the occasional like basketball game or something like that if I happen to catch it. And that's pretty cool just for 
for me as a, as a, as a sports fan, you know, but I agree. Like it's something that, that helps, you know, it improves my quality of life, even with just my children. Like, uh, I pay for boomerang, right? Which is, I don't know. It's like five bucks a month or something, or it's like $40 a year, I guess. So I save a little bit of money, but my daughter loves to watch Tom and Jerry and, uh, Bugs Bunny and you know, that sort of stuff. She, and so that five bucks is she got well good worth taste it. Cartoons. That's what she sure does. Yeah, <laughs> Scooby Doo. Uh, we get to watch all the older stuff too, so it's it's and and some of the new stuff too if you want to. But to be honest with you, that's a hell of a deal for five bucks. To be honest with you, what we get what we get out of it, especially her. There's Flintstones. There's all kinds of stuff on there. Um, but she loves it, and quite frankly, I like watching Tom and Jerry too. So it's not like watching some of the other stuff that we used to watch where I'm just like I just want to blow my brains out because I'm tired of watching it for the nine thousandth time. You know? Yeah. So let, let's get back to your PC. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious as to. What all have you learned from not knowing? Oh my goodness! Not knowing anything about PCs to ordering one, like just from picking my brain a lot. What have you learned from that? They're expensive, um, but that's obviously a complete. I was actually joking, but yeah, obviously they are expensive. But um, for me, the big thing that I learned was obviously you get a lot of functionality out of it, um, and you know, obviously you're, it's money well spent in a lot of cases, right? Like obviously I run a laptop, right, and it's relatively ch- cheap. Um, and it does everything that I need for the most part, but you know, it, it cuts down on a lot of lag time and slowdowns and, and just things that in real in reality you just don't want to deal with anyway. So that's usually why I just quit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you just quit using it. You're just like, ah, fuck it. It's you act like it's a consumable item. Uh, you know, I was into the PC stuff for a long time, as we've mentioned a million times when it comes to EverQuest and stuff. But really, my goal then was just to get a computer that could turn on and that would actually load EverQuest. That was all I cared about. I didn't care about the fancy graphics card or anything like that. But obviously, there's a huge difference between those. And that was the other thing that I learned, just, you know, that there's there's a reason why you need to spend even that, even if it's an extra 50 or 60 bucks to go up one, for example, you know what I'm saying? Or that there's different types of RAM and those different types of RAM process information differently. Um, you know, there's a, it's it's actually really a lot more to it than even you thought, even than I thought. Obviously, you knew. Um, I was like kind of nervous. Obviously, I I wasn't comfortable trying to pick out all my own parts. You know, you did that. But um, looking over it, you know, I felt like I got a, a, a great value for what I paid for, uh, especially when you look at some of those graphics cards that we were joking around earlier looking at, and you're seeing some of them are like, you know, over $2,000, and you're like, Jesus. Or, That's just a damn graphics card, you know? Or like, you know, the, the thing that gets a lot of new people is they may know like a number or a stat to look at. For example, like with CPUs, they may think that the more cores that you have, the stronger it's going to be. And that's kind of true, but it's not. Well, I'll give you an example. You sent me a CPU and I forgot exactly what it was. It was like a eight core cpu or something like that but when i got to looking at it its base clock speed was like 2.6 gigahertz or something like that and in your mind you're like hey this is an eight core cpu at this price you know surely that's got to be good right until i looked at the clock speed of it and i'm like no that's trash you don't want that these are the things yeah yeah, yeah. these are the things that you learn as you're building and you know information from other people you know google that kind of stuff it's just like you know i told you i'm an amd fan but intel for gaming only is still king dingling as far as cpus go because even though the ryzen cpus are amazing they don't offer the highest clock speed that a intel does like they're just now amd is just now getting into 4.95 gigahertz max clock speed well, Intel's newest thing is 5.3, and most video games still run off single-core processes. 
There's a couple games that have multi-core threading. It's about 10% of the game market. So when we get into those kind of games and I've got a 12 core CPU, yeah, I'm going to take the fuck off on my FPS. <laughs> but the, the, yeah, that was one of the things the um, numbers, so the numbers so low, you know what I mean? It's not worth building your PC. If you're building strictly for gaming, it's not worth building it strictly for that, that low percentage. Not unless you're going to be using it for other things. Now, if you're building a gaming PC and you know, you're going to be streaming, recording videos, editing videos i would highly recommend a multi-core over the intel yeah uh, I'm, I'm done <laughs> oh you can't okay <laughs> i thought you trailed off like you were trying to think of something um yeah so really what happened was i sent you a pre-built and it was like this seems like it's pretty good and you're like yeah not really <laughs> so uh obviously you can get more value if you have Either A, know somebody, or B, can bounce ideas off of somebody to get a little more value out of like knowing what you maybe not not skimp on, but you can maybe purchase maybe a slightly cheaper version that still runs the same. Or like just knowing... Or parts kind you can of, purchase later on down the road. Yeah, or what, what you can eventually replace if need be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you always um, want to buy these things with the idea of upgrading. And if you buy... Well, yeah. I, I'll give you a prime example here. If you buy a, um, for example, like an AMD CPU and you buy a uh, B450 motherboard, okay? Let's say this was a year ago when I was building my PC. I intentionally went with a B550 motherboard because that gave me support for future CPUs to come. But now we're already in the time where my motherboard can only support the um, Ryzen 9 5950. So that is the highest CPU I could ever put in my motherboard if I wanted to upgrade. The problem is that a motherboard is not really an easy upgrade because you got to pull the whole PC apart to upgrade it. You got to reinstall Windows. You got to reconfigure all your files. That's I mean, I could do that. That's not a problem, but it's just a pain that I don't want to have to do. So why not go ahead and do that little bit of research and figure out? And this is why I like AMD, because they lay out their future plans of like, all right, we're on Zen 2 and it will support the B450 and the B550 up to this date, or the X570 series up to this date. So you kind of want to build with future upgrade in mind, but at the same token, PC hardware accelerates so quickly, it's kind of hard to actually do that. But I know... Yeah, you can't future-proof, yeah. Yeah, but I know that CPU... Like, really? This CPU should last me 20 years, like, as far as speed goes. It should last me 20 yeah. years. The graphics card... Yeah, before it gets to, uh, you know, like... Before it starts to get to where we're like in the normal playing field, like for example, what I'm using yeah. on my laptop. You know what I'm saying? That's what you mean. Yeah, because CPUs, in my opinion, CPUs are already way too fast for their own good, but GPUs are the ones that struggle. So a GPU upgrade, you know, I generally recommend every about two to three years or so. If you want to keep, you know, those constant frame rates and upgrade with resolutions and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing, obviously, right now. And I know that anybody who's looking at a PC has realized that not only mining for Bitcoin and uh, other uh, whatever they're called, whatever the, the um, cryptocurrencies, I'm sorry, uh, is really hitting the um, graphics card availability. Um, that's part of it, of course. Then you have the rare ma the materials that are used to make all these PC parts in general. Um and it's really kind of been like, damn, I wish I'd have done this a year ago. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I mean, you know, once you got to pull the trigger, 
And uh, the big thing for us was, um, or the big thing that's kind of hurt us, like uh, looking at those prices on those graphic cards, is the mining. And uh, I know that NVIDIA and uh, I know NVIDIA specifically mentioned that they were getting rid of the, um, or, or I'm sorry, they're going to break it up to where there'll be a cr- one that mines and then the one that's better for graphics and gaming. And then they won't make them interchangeable anymore. Uh, mostly so that I guess so they can just do a better job. I guess so that it'd be easier on them. Um, yeah, so they'll be like the. They're introducing a low hash rate and it'll be marked yeah. on the box. That way it's not appealing to miners. Yeah. So it'd be good for someone like me or you who need it for graphics to run a, to run a game or something, but it won't help mining because they won't have a high enough hash rate for them to be successful. And I think that's a great idea. I can't believe it took it this long really to, to think about that, but I guess COVID uh, despite all of its mumbo jumbo has really re- reworked a lot of companies and made them sort of have to think differently about how they approach things. Um, I know I remember I joked with you a couple of days ago that I was like, I'm just, I, I don't know about the PC. I'll just buy a damn Xbox and you can't even buy an Xbox series X or S they haven't been able to been, been in stock. And every time they do come in stock, they sell out as soon as they're there. And, uh, you know, obviously there's the co- conspiracy theory in me. That's like, they're doing this on purpose. And then there's obviously the guy that's like, eh, well, don't they want to make more money? So it's it's just a weird, it's just such a weird uh, part, you know, because it's like, which obviously it's it's the lack of materials, but there's a part of you that's like, good gracious, like how how do we not plan this out better, you know? I mean, yes and no, because price scalping is not a new thing and consoles have always been victims of this, you know, for a long time. They just don't make enough product whenever the release date comes out especially here recently because gaming's become so fucking popular and I'm, I'm glad for it. But anytime, you know, Xbox or PlayStation comes with a new generation, they always sell out and you always see them online for two, three, four hundred dollars higher than what you would pay for them. But the problem is, is that there's a lot of parents that want to buy one for their kids as a Christmas gift or a birthday present, and they don't care what the cost is. Yeah, but that's a part that confuses me. It's like if I'm Xbox or if I'm PlayStation, if I know that my target sales, because they, they already have these, trust me, they have spreadsheets that say they need to sell X amount of, of Series Xs over the course of the next five years. They have that planned out. So how the hell can you not, if you're going to launch the damn console, have enough to support at least the majority of that first run? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, me and you, if, if we were still into the um, consoles as much as we were, we're not a first-run console buyer. Or you, maybe. I'm not. I'm not a first-run console buyer. I'll, I'll buy the second tier once it comes out, maybe a year later, whatever. I'm not in a hurry usually. But like 500,000 units is all you're shipping with your first gaming con- with your first new gaming console. Come the hell on, dude. I don't know what the number was, but I'm just throwing that out. That's about sounds about right cuz yeah. When we used to work at Walmart, we'd get like 5 in and then they want us to hold them and sell them when the, when launch date is and it's like what the hell am I going to do with 5? You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> that's not enough. Yeah, I don't uh, so I don't maybe know maybe a million but still because you would think as a business that they would want to sell more because obviously the the demand is there right it's just the supply that's not so it's like i don't i don't know if the company is just like well people will buy them we don't we don't care if people scalp them or not they paid us our price point and that's all we care to sell them for yeah that's so un- it's, a, it's just such a weird thought process i've you know obviously my new the new company i work for we we're kind of more in tune with the uh the resellers and things like that so i just i just don't get why you would do it i get why they i get why the resellers resell i just don't get why you wouldn't flood the market more with your own product so that you don't have to lose out on that potential resale value because if there's more more on the market the resale value drops uh, it, you know um 
I'm not a sneakerhead, but a lot of the sneakers that are that sell well, they sell well because there's just not enough of them. Uh, you know, if they only release a hundred of them, and there's only one that's ever been on the resale market, guess what? That one is going to be really freaking expensive. Um, but once again, it, but if company should, don't make no money off of a resale, so they don't care. Right, but but why allow them to be able to sell? That's what I don't understand about the shoe market. So why make only ten of these shoes and sell them for five hundred a piece, and allow a reseller to sell it for two thousand dollars a piece? It's like, why don't you just make a hundred of them and sell them for seven fifty, and boom, you just made all your damn money. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like as I just a don't company, get it when they do those limited runs or special edition stuff, I feel like they do that number one to jack up the initial price. And number two, because they're uncertain if they will sell out or not. Maybe so. I don't know. I just I've always struggled with the with the weird thought process of of limiting demand or limiting limiting the supply to stretch the demand, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't. And again, I'm not a like a I don't have a degree in business or a mass you know none of that shit. So maybe there's some thought process behind it that makes sense. But for a normal Joe schmo like me and you. It doesn't make sense because you would maximize yourself. So, like, for example, how many people do you think might have switched from doing the... Well, obviously, I don't think Xbox cares because my, you, you're buying a damn... Uh, how much How much is Windows now? 100 bucks? 150 yeah. bucks? So, you're, you're buying a copy of Windows. The vast majority of people who are buying PC and are buying gaming PCs, you're, you have Windows. So, they're still making $130 off on you no matter what if you're swapping. Uh, but you could easily have made $500 off me. Maybe not now, but if you had just released more damn consoles i I just i don't don't know man i've (laughs) I've sort of struggled with the supply and demand thing i get that if you have limited supply it increases the demand but if you can find that happy medium where you have the right demand to fit your supply i mean i'm sorry the right supply to fit your demand then you'd be fine you'd make plenty of money but i guess microsoft's not really worried about making money they make almost all their money out of cloud these days right so who what do they fucking care yeah majority of their pocketbook comes from windows sales yeah and, and like government um they i think they have government contracts and business contracts with the cloud and sharepoint and uh, well, yeah, all their I mean, that's still, all their individual apps that still stuff. ties into it's their, all microsoft yeah that still ties into their windows sales because you know yeah, yeah, anytime yeah. A, a business starts up you know they need a network of systems and guess what operating system is always on that network 90 percent of the time yeah. it's windows very very few companies run apple yeah they're expensive for a company especially yeah so yeah it's just not generally what people do most people yeah like you said almost all of them run windows just because of the um universal universal like this uh use of it yeah i was gonna say universality but i don't think that's a word but <laughs> we can make it <laughs> basically one. yeah uh just the ability to use it in any sort of um program platform any sort of anywhere um i sent you a word yesterday my company uses text. that too. I, I didn't know if it was a word or not and i forget what it's yeah i don't remember either but i was like close enough i know what you mean uh i mean yeah i would imagine your your company that you work for they use windows um mine does yep uh, you know, it's it's just more it's just more um, fluid and and generally speaking, well, it's not more fluid, but generally speaking, it's more useful in terms of it's been there for longer. It has more um, like perks and and things that you can use within it. Yeah, man, we didn't even talk about like keyboards or nothing or or even monitors. Um, it's amazing the how many different monitors there are on the market. Yeah, um, it, it's almost too much. I, yeah, no. I, listen, as a, somebody who's never purchased, uh, you know never really done any research i might just be like yeah yeah that work that'll work you know what i'm saying like i might just buy a random one without any thought process behind it yeah most people are just uh, but, 
I want this big of a monitor at this price point pretty right. much. Yeah, I don't understand what's behind it. And uh, when you were like, this is what you need. And that helped me a lot. But before I put in those like um, filters to kind of help me find, kind of pinpoint what I was looking for, I was like, Jesus, like there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of styles of monitors. And I was like, my goodness, this is so overwhelming. Like I, I feel so bad for people who, who want to get in this and don't really, I thank God for the internet in some ways, but I feel so bad for someone who'd want to get into this and doesn't have anybody to kind of like uh, lean on to help out with this information because you are going to make a lot of mistakes in the process, right? Yeah, and I mean... I'll, I'll give y'all a piece of advice now especially if you're looking into building a gaming PC. If you spend $5,000 on a tower and this thing's got dual 3090 cards in it and, you know, the best CPU, I mean, you could run a Threadripper in this thing. If it spits out, say, 150 FPS in 4K, that's all fine and dandy. But if your monitor only has a 60 hertz refresh rate, that's all mm -hmm. you're going to see. So, yes, your computer is outputting 150 frames per second, but your monitor is not displaying that because your monitor only has a refresh rate of 60 hertz. So there's a lot of people. And basically, what is there's what a, is 60 hertz? Like, can you cop? Can you like uh, break that down a little bit better? 60 hertz is how many how many lines it refreshes per second a monitor does. So, so it's basically roughly 60 frames per second, right? Uh, kind of roughly. Yeah. I mean, not exact. It's not exact, but I'm trying to get it to where it's easier to understand it. Yeah. So. If, if your PC is outputting 150 frames a second, your monitor is 60 hertz refresh rate. What that means is you're only going to see 60 frames on that monitor, but your PC hardware is still pumping out that 150 frames per second. So these technologies that you'll see on monitors like G-Sync and FreeSync, what they do is they try to match the output of your PC to its refresh rate. So say if you have a 60 hertz monitor and it's a G-Sync or FreeSync and you enable that setting in your game that you're playing, then it'll try to slow your PC down to where it only outputs 60 frames per second to match 60 hertz refresh rate. And there's a benefit of doing this. Number one, it reduces the wear and tear on your hardware in your PC. Number two, the main reason it's used is it reduces screen tearing. And screen tearing happens, say your PC is outputting somewhere close to your monitor refresh rate. It's like your refresh rate is 60 hertz. Your PC is outputting 70 frames per second, but then your PC dips to like 55 frames or 50 frames, and then it jumps back up to 70. That can cause a screen tear. The G-Sync and the FreeSync, it tries to lock your FPS down to the monitor's refresh to eliminate that. So there's less stutter. Yeah, so obviously spending... You don't want to overspend either, right? Like I sent you one a couple days ago and you were like, that's too much for what your PC can do. So you don't need to buy that. Yeah. Cause so it's like, you obviously got to match them together. Yeah. You had sent me a 240 Hertz refresh rate monitor. Right. So it was, it was doing more than mine necessarily. I would get this, um, the amount of benefit out versus what I was paying for it is basically what you're trying to explain to me. Yeah. Like um, you could, you could buy it and it could be something you could have as a future potential upgrade. So if you ever did buy another graphics card, you could reach that number. But for right now, you're spending an extra 100 to $150 that you don't need to spend. Right. So like it does matter to kind of know that, hey, this works great within this frame rate and this resolution and this um, hertz on your monitor. Because um, I guess, I mean, you saved me 80, uh, about 100 bucks. Just Not that I would have bought it, but I was just like throwing 
I, <laughs> I threw a lot at you this weekend or this past week, but um, yeah, and then you know, just trying to work that out. There's other specs too on a monitor, like there's different panel types. There's IPS, TN, and VA, and all three of them kind of do different things. Like an IPS panel is one that I told you to buy because it gives you one of the best color representations at any viewing angle. So it don't matter if you're looking at it dead straight or from the side. And this really helps with curved monitors. A TN panel gives you a good picture, but you have to be looking dead square at it. And a TN panel generally gives you a faster response time because it's it's got to do with how it, it pixelates. I don't know. That's That's the actual technical process that I don't fully understand, like how a monitor renders its actual image being either a TN right. or an IPS panel, but just stuff like that. And, you know, even like response time, like this is why people buy computer monitors is because anything less than like four or five millisecond response time. If you hook your PC up to a TV just because it's HDMI and it can run it, I know a lot of people do it and that's fine if you're only using your PC for not gaming. But if you're ga- like streaming, a, like if you were using it for to stream a, a, a video, a movie or something, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's more than fine. But the problem is, is with TVs, TVs, they don't have they don't have the ability to render stuff quickly. So, like, I'll give you an example. I spent three thousand dollars on a TV about five years ago, and I only spent this money on this TV because at the time it was one of the quickest um, lag reduction TVs on the market. And even in game mode, this TV still had a 22 millisecond lag. So think about that. I spent $3,000 for a TV five years ago that its quickest reduction was 22 milliseconds. Okay. 10 years ago, there were still monitors that have one millisecond, zero millisecond, you know, anything below four or five. That way, when you move your mouse and click, it's instant. You don't get a lag. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it's. It, I, I would assume that it has more to do with the, I don't know, the color schemes and well, and, uh, like TVs, it's not made for that. Yeah, TVs have a lot of features built in them nowadays that make the picture pretty. And by doing that, it, it makes the response time longer because your TV has to take that initial signal and then it has to process it with all these, you know, pretty effects, Ooh-ha's pretty much. Gadgets, yeah. Like it's got to round out the corners of all the pixels and, you know, brighten the lights and darken the darks and that kind of stuff. And that takes time to do. And, you know, a, a PC processor, I mean, a, a TV's processor that's in it now ain't shit compared to a computer. You know, it's kind of like an Xbox processor versus an actual computer processor. Right. Yeah, it's it's sort of funny. You, you kind of would think, oh, but bigger is always better, but not necessarily. Right. I mean, even it, in it, monitors to some extent. I, I mean, I know it could kind of round out if you get if you if you pay enough. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're just if you're one of these people, it's like, yeah, I got me an 80 inch TV. And I only spent 600 bucks on it. Well, that's cool. But I guarantee you that I could take $600 and buy a TV that has a much better picture. Right. It may not be 80 inches, but right. I'd rather be able to see it, right? <laughs> I'd rather be able to enjoy the picture. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, some people don't give two shits about picture quality. And if that's your thing, you know, more power to you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, what's left? Um, keyboards and mice or mouses, as we said. That, that's what I sent you. I think <laughs> I was like mouse, mice, mouses, mices. I don't know. Mices, I don't, mices? I don't know what the correct terminology is here. Rodents, uh, rodents. I just call them rodents, I guess. Because I was talking about. Uh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, yet, I was yet. talking about a computer mouse, but in plural. So like mouses. 
but I didn't want to say mice because they're not called computer mice. Like, I don't know how to word yeah. that correctly. I, I guess it would still be mice. I don't really know. Um, but we haven't talked about that at all. And I know that we talked, I mean, on here we haven't. We talked about it plenty, not on air. But uh, there's, what, three kinds of mo- of gaming, right? Uh, keyboards and at least keyboards, and then you can kind of go in a little bit more on on mice. Yeah, on, on keyboards, you just want really anything with a mechanical switch, and there's different forms of switches. So, like, there's, uh, they're called MC switches. You got red, gr- red, green, brown, and blue, I think, are the color schemes. All of them do a little different. Like, the, the reds are kind of, like, universal. The blues are super clacky. The browns, I think, have a shorter key press so like 1.2 millimeter to fully depress the key versus two millimeter, which like I told Chris yesterday in a text, I said, this is stuff that people like me and you aren't really going to notice, you know, unless you're like a right. overly competitive gamer where you need very fast reaction and, and like quick, uh, flitch skills, like on your fingers and stuff, you're not going to benefit from all this. I tell a lot of people when they're looking for a keyboard or a mouse, just run down to Best Buy or micro center if you have one of those where you live and put your hands on it just see what feels most comfortable to you yeah same for the mouse but i mean i guess mouse is a little more has more functionality in terms of like buttons and stuff right yeah i mean you can you can buy computer mouses nowadays that have they're called moba mouses they've got like 16 buttons on them jesus christ yeah that's something i didn't want to get down the road of doing like i've got a keyboard yeah, that's too much i've got a keyboard with 100 keys on it i don't need more buttons crowding my mouse yeah so my mouse, I've got, my mouse is a Razer Death Adder Elite. It's a lightweight mouse. It has a nice kind of smooth sandpaper texture on it that gives you a good grip. I've got two yep. two side buttons on it, which is more than enough for me. And then I have a adjustable DPI changer. And what DPI is, it's uh, dots per inch. So the faster your DPI, the faster your mo- your mouse will move. And I'll try to explain that a little better. If you take your hand and move your mouse an inch, if you have, say, a 400 uh, DPI setting, the mouse is only going to move maybe a quarter of an inch on your monitor. If you have your DPI to like 18,000, then your mouse is going to move all the way across your monitor. Regardless of, so that's all based on the the stroke in which you make forward or backwards. Yeah. The higher the number, the, the quicker you'll go across the screen. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same thing of setting like in-game aiming sensitivity, except for it's on your mouse. That's what I was going to think. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So the sensitivity on your, yeah, on your controller, for example. And the, yeah. the cool thing about aiming, having, right? yeah, the cool thing about having the adjuster on your actual mouse is like, say you're playing a game like Call of Duty and you're sniping or something, and that game doesn't give you the option, which they might now. I haven't played a Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 2, so bear with me, but most games nowadays, they give you an aiming sensitivity for look around. They give you an aiming sensitivity when zoomed in, and then they give you an aiming sensitivity when scoped in. Well, my mouse with this DPI button, I can do that on the fly. The only difference is it it changes my whole DPI setting on my computer. So like if I'm just browsing around my desktop or something, I like a little faster mouse speed so I can get to where I'm going quicker. But when I'm gaming, you know, I like to bump it down for a little better accuracy. So you, like if you run like a higher DPI, you can navigate the menus quicker in a video game. And then you can lower your aiming sensitivity in game to give you the best of both worlds. So you can navigate the menus and stuff quick, like normal desktop speed, and then aim slow. Or you can do the opposite if you want to. Like I use about a 1200 right. DPI is my setting. Pretty low. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't know. 
I don't. What's an average? Would you say average is probably about two thousand? Gotcha. I mean, um, everybody uses different speeds. That's one of those things that's like course. you know, like why people buy a certain car. You know, there, there's so much customization option. It's too hard to try and gauge. Like there is no, there is no standard DPI. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Of course. Yeah, it's all, it's all subjective. It's all whatever works for you. But I mean, there's got to be like a number. But yeah, we got two other things I want to talk about real quick. Um, that way this doesn't have to be too long. But uh, speakers. Um, obviously, going from a laptop to a computer, I shouldn't have had speakers anyway. But I never really used it. But you just need something that'll output sound. Uh, if you go better, it's what subwoofers and stuff. It's, but it's not like super necessary to get like very expensive, <laughs> unless you you plan on using it for a more immersive experience, I guess, right? Yeah, because I've always been one of these people where I don't like wearing headphones, and you can attest for this. When we used to play console games, I mean, how many times did I play a game and I didn't wear my headset? I just literally do not like wearing headphones. I feel like they're uncomfortable. You know, they're constantly squeezing on my dome piece. I just ugh. <laughs> They make you. So I got a question for you. Your ears sweat. When you they do. I got a question for you. So when you're playing video games, do you just use your mic and you don't wear headsets? Like if you're playing with Paul, or do you just no, tuck I, it up? I still have to wear a headset if I'm using my microphone. Yeah, because I mean, I guess it bleed through, right? It most certainly would bleed through. Yeah. Okay. Um, sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm, I almost wish you could like shut the sound up. I mean, I I could, you know, maybe if I tweaked my microphone to where I could set the noise gate stronger. But you'd still get bleed once I talk and activated the noise gate. So the sound right. while I'm talking would still bleed through. And I'm sure y'all don't want to hear that. That's the equivalent nope. of some dude on Xbox sitting, you know, two feet away from their TV at volume 50. Yeah. People I'd, or you, pe- you puffing on your uh, electric dick. Right, right. So then, then you'd hear this all <laughs> the time. And that's fucking annoying. And I know it is. So, yeah. But basically, it's just functionality. I mean, obviously, you if you want to go really in-depth and really high-end, I guess, you know, they got Bose speakers made for computers and other things like that. But really, it's just for any most anything just to get some sound out, right? I mean, I, don't, I know they make some with, like, subwoofers. I looked at a couple Bose speakers where you get the two. You know, that seems to be kind of commonplace, right? You get the two speakers and then maybe a subwoofer underneath, right? Yeah. Yeah, Logic Tech is a good company to look at for speakers that make some pretty good quality cheap speakers so you could buy like two little two little 20 watt speakers or so and have a little tiny subwoofer like just enough to give you a decent sound quality i mean obviously if you're using a pc or something and you're going to watch movies on it also i would recommend like a 5.1 or 7.1 setup but you yeah something would be a little more in depth there but you probably already know if you're going to be watching a lot of movies on your computer you probably already know you got to have decent speakers to get a good experience with that. Yeah. Yeah. That changes. It, d- it depends on what exactly what you're using it for. Um, I don't like to wear a headset any more than you do. I wear glasses all every day, all day, you know what I'm saying? So like after a while it pushes against my head enough to really hurt, hurt my head because of the glasses. So yeah, if I could get away from wearing a headset at all, I would too. So Time um, to get some contacts. I thought about picking up, uh, well, I have a, <laughs> I have astigmatism in both eyes, so uh, contacts are very, very expensive. Um, I have astigmatism down a little too, bit, bro. But, and I still wear contacts. Yeah, and you probably spend a shit ton of money on some damn contacts. I spend forty dollars on um, a box of contacts that last me three years. They're not supposed to last me three years, but they do. Say, how long are they? How long are they supposed to last? They're supposed three months. They're supposed to last six months. <laughs> oh my god, bud. Jesus Christ! Um, what I don't, yeah, I don't I, shit on my finger and then rub my eye. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Christina actually got a detached retina from uh, not changing on her contacts. I think it's just because it got dry. Probably. And, and stuck to her eye, I guess. I'm not sure, but Well, yeah. the other thing, too, is uh, there's contacts that are specifically made that you can sleep in. They're super lightweight and breathable. Yeah. So that doesn't happen. Right. And that and maybe she just didn't have those. It's definitely possible. But I remember that, like, scared me even more. Like, I, I'm already weird about putting a contact into my eyeball. Like, it's just, a, I, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, but then her, like, detaching her retina, trying to pull off the fucking contact. That was enough for me. I was like... Yeah, I'm. A, I think I'm just gonna be glasses wear forever. Yeah, but yeah, it gets to the point where it's it's very frustrating. That most certainly sounds like she was wearing contacts that were not designed to sleep in. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah, um, you know, we had a rough period there for a little while. <laughs> we kind of had to find a way. You know, we had to find a way to make it through. Um, you know, not so much anymore, of course. But yeah, then it was like, oh yeah, anything we can do. Uh, last thing I kind of want to talk about is just like a headset. Obviously, we're not talking about streaming or nothing crazy like that, but you know, a headset, has, unfortunately, has become well for us has become unfortunately a huge part of just gaming in general, right? Most people, like I said, don't even have speakers because they just they just rock everything through the headset. So, I mean, if you um, use I a microphone, I sent you a couple. yeah, if you use a microphone, you got to have a headset. Not really a yep, workaround. That. Yep. So uh, we looked at it. I was sending a couple that you were like, "Listen, dude, you don't need nothing like that." Um. Obviously, they go really expensive. You want to hear uh, what like it would three, sound four, like five. if I had my speakers on? Go ahead and oh, say something. Goodness. Do you hear the double feed? Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 That's that's annoying as fuck, ain't it? Yeah. yeah remember, remember when we used to, to uh, play, play with, with people, people who had, had uh, the connect, the connect and all, and all you can, can hear is everything else, and then, and then ourselves, and, and then, then the person when they talked. Yeah. It was it was awfully stupid. But yeah, that, um, that's what that's what it sounds like if you have a decent microphone. And you don't wear headphones. Yeah. So the moral of the story is that if you're playing video games with other people, you should be respectful enough to wear headphones. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Um. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Turn uh, your, obviously, like I said, turn your range. fucking TV down. Yeah. <laughs> and for the love of God, uh, stop eating fucking potato chips or mute yourself <laughs> while you're doing it. That used to be a Paul issue, wasn't it? Back in the day, no. he'd like be munching on fucking. That was a, that was a Philip. <laughs> I know he did it. Oh, Philip does it yeah. too. Pa- uh, Paul's like me. He can't stand the sound of people eating. Yeah. Like uh, like close. Well, if it was a like mute your suck hole while you're eating. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear your fucking (laughs) ASMR video. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, but yeah. So what? What should we be looking for when we're buying a headset? Uh, Really, you should just put them on, right? Try them on. uh, Yeah. And if you like them, buy them. Right. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to to gauge sound quality. Really, all these headsets nowadays. I mean, they all output good sound quality. Yeah, there's some right. You know, you're going to pay for it that output amazing sound quality. But the number one thing I would suggest to look for is comfort and yep. and durability. It's the most important thing. So, like I told yeah, you, you mentioned uh, yeah, metal band, right? I told you yesterday to make sure that they have a metal band from ear cup to ear cup because, you know, since I've started playing online games, which is, I don't know, back in 2003 ish. I've gone through three sets of turtle beaches because they're plastic and the plastic just yep. wears and tears from you taking them off your head and putting them on your head. I mean, there's nothing you can really do about it. Plastic dries and it weakens. That's just what happens. But if you buy a metal band, you know, they last a lot longer. Yeah, you avoid the whole issue of, the, like you said, the the warping from the plastic being pulled apart and then being uh, sets on your head and then then resting back in its normal state when it's being taken off your head. Yeah. Um, and then obviously yeah. you want comfort too, because like there's some headsets that squeeze the shit out of your head. There's some yeah. headsets that cause your ears to sweat a lot because they might just make such a good damn suction, you know, that it just causes your ears to sweat immensely. 
So you got like closed back it, headphones and open back headphones. Yep. And you have some that just don't fit your fat head. Like I got a fat head. So you have to try it on to make sure the, the cup's big enough for your ear. It's all that knowledge um, you that got it up just there. fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely, when it comes to that, it's hard if you don't get to try them on. So same thing, like he mentioned with keyboard and mouse, I would recommend this exact same thing for your headset. You should go to a Best Buy or uh, I don't know. The, what are the other place you mentioned was? Micro Center. Micro Center. So any, anything that will allow you to try them on. Um, I would imagine they still do now, even I know COVID restrictions have sort of, um, weakened. I don't know. Just put a uh, condom you know, on your At head. least in America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, put, put two masks on your ears before you put them on. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I, I, a lot of it is mo mostly comfort. The sound quality is going to be non-noticeable for normal people. I would imagine versus a, like a $50 headset and a $300 headset. I would imagine it's not. I mean, it'll be. It's not enough where you're like, yeah, it, man, I definitely spent that 250 well. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it'll be noticeable, but like you said, you got to ask yourself, does it boil down to, is it worth it? Right. This will be one of those pieces that's probably not. I mean, I guess it depends on how much you play, how much you, you know what I'm saying? If you're doing this 10, 12 hours a day, you're making money off of it. Hey, you should buy the $300 headset. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. if that's what you want to do. But if you play for a couple hours a day and, uh, you know, and even though, when you're playing, you're not wearing a headset all the time. If you're not playing with nobody else, you really don't need it. Unless you just want to be immersed, I guess. Maybe not buy the $300 headset. See, and that kind of... Uh, one of my buddies... That kind of goes back know. to the point of, like you said, if you're streaming, yeah, go ahead and spend the money and make your, your life a lot easier. Like I said, I watch movies and TV shows all day. So I've got a, you know... Pretty much a seven thousand dollars setup in my living room. A lot of people think that's absurd, you know, to kind yes. of get back into the original point <laughs> of this topic. It, it turned into a PC conversation, but seven thousand dollars is a lot of money to blow, especially on speakers and a TV for your living room. But it, this is what I do. This is my hobby. I like watching movies and TV, so I use this yep. thing every fucking day a lot. But at least you know what your hobbies are, and you go all out. With you know what I'm saying? Like I joked, I know I joked in like kid about the the uh, pool cues, but at the same time, it's a hobby that you want to do. I say go for it. I, I would never, I would never tell someone not to spend money on something if they're truly into it. I mean, there's people who spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on golf clubs and being in a golf, um, like going to a country club and things like that to play golf. There's people who right. play and who pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to play. Wow. It's no different. You know what I'm saying? And what's your, your first initial thought when you hear somebody go, yeah, I spent $5,000 on a set of golf clubs. My first initial thought is you're a fucking idiot, but I'm not saying that to right. belittle you. I'm only saying that from my point of experience because I'm not a golfer. So I can't see spend right. 5,000 grand, uh, 5,000 grand, $5,000. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> what that be twenty five thousand dollars? That's a lot of money. But yeah. Oh goodness. I can't see myself spending that kind of money on something I wouldn't use it for. But like you had mentioned, if that's your hobby, if that's your thing, I mean it's it's not a, a dumb waste of money. If it's something you get use out of, it's not. Yeah, I mean you, I, the way I can, uh, you know, obviously there are certain things that are more expensive. The golf clubs go the same way as like a a, a computer to some extent, right? Like need your driver you need your putter everything else you can kind of work out with with you know obviously the the better the better but you know well here's another you don't example need high-end stuff but a you car know. you know if yep. you go out and spend a hundred thousand dollars on this luxury suv and you only drive Ugh. it back and forth to work every day and you work like 10 or 15 minutes away don't you think that's a little obsessive like you're not really getting the value of that now yeah it, yeah that's why i brought a hybrid because i was driving 40 minutes back and forth to work you know 
I don't anymore, but I don't feel like I not I'm not now, but I also didn't spend a hundred grand on a car either. So well, I'm just saying if if you know I can see the reasoning for spending that kind of money on a vehicle if you have a good drive back and forth to work every day or yeah. you got a family that you take on vacations a lot. You know what I mean? I could I could get that. But it's just you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean I, I drive a <laughs> I drive a busted ass Tahoe with three hundred and sixty thousand miles on her. You gotta tell me. Yeah, that's like the dudes you see with the Corvettes who do tw- who do twenty five miles an hour. Precisely, like, get the hell out of the way. And I don't the car's pretty, but get out of the way. Yeah, it's like I don't know why you went and spent sixty thousand dollars on a car that's pretty quick, and you don't even get it out of first gear because you you damn sure yeah, you could have just bought a damn scooter. You damn sure didn't buy that thing for the ride quality because it rides like shit. Yeah. It's a sports car. <laughs> They're they're designed yeah, to go they're around yeah they're designed to go around turns at ninety miles an hour <laughs> they're not designed to be a fucking Cadillac running down the road yeah yeah it's so funny I I think a lot of this stuff is just old dudes just got nothing else to spend their money on they got a flex you don't see you don't see a lot of guys here in Lincolnton and uh, in North Carolina in general who are driving like um, I mean you see a lot of Cadillacs but when you see a when you see a Corvette most of them are older guys who's like it's been my dr- like you. When you're 80, you're going to have a Corvette, I'm sure. Because uh, it's like, it's been my live stream to own a Corvette, and I finally got one. And then you do 25 miles an hour on the highway. Yeah, I don't know it's if like, get out of the way. drive I... that damn slow. <laughs> I'm going to be like my grandma oh, when I get old. My grandma was a fucking hellion in a car. She scared me. <laughs> That's what I want my grandkids to experience. Oh, I was scared to ride with grandpa. Hell yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> She she drag raced oh, everywhere man. she went. <laughs> the light's green, bud. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Uh well, in the closing thoughts about PCs, anything else you want to talk about before we get rolling? Or well, get out of here. Before we get rolling. Before we done We've already rolled. Before we done got rolling. Yeah. Before we end the rolling. Yeah. I think we've covered everything. PCs. They're expensive, but they're amazing yeah. machines. Yep. They really are. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I haven't been this excited about anything in a long time. You know. That I purchased anyway. Till you um, buy your pool table. We didn't talk about. Yeah, that was going to be a. That might be a little bit longer than I thought. That you kind of re- restructured my amount. <clears throat> I'd have to spend. So yeah, the the pool. But it'll come. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm your bubble burster. Yeah, you just ruin everything. You always come in here like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get a pool table. I'm looking to spend like six, seven hundred dollars. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, like, this is what you need. And then you're like, fuck you. I gotta double that. God dang it, man. Or you got to find one used. And it's like, well, shit, man. Dang. I mean, same way with your yeah. PC. Like, you are just going to go yeah. buy some five, $600 pre-built PC. And then I busted yep. your bubble. And look at where you're at yeah. now. I know. I've invested a lot more than I wanted to. But it kind of works. Uh, it'll all work out, I'm sure. You know. Yeah, uh, it'll all come out in the wash. Wednesday's going to be a fun day for us. So, um, Or for me, anyway. You'll be at work. But that, it'll be a fun day for me. That's hoping it turns on. Yeah, I hope everything works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right uh i'll be one mad son of a bitch if it doesn't though it's coming all the way from california as a long it's got truck a long ride. ride yeah it got picked up yesterday in california carson california so homeboys he's probably not stopping in, in north carolina he's gonna stop probably seven other times before he gets here um, that'll be a fun trip for him i'm sure yeah hope they pack it but yeah man hope they pack it well me too goodness gracious i'll be like i said that uh, talk about a way you burst my bubble that some bitch comes out dented and looks like shit. That's gonna really burst my bubble. You'll you'll know uh, that they packed it well if they put like some foam or or like the little silica beads. If they put it in your PC case, and what that does is it stops the graphics card from bouncing up and down. Oh yeah, 
That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Because the graphics we'll card see. is so long. Right. Oh man. Um. All right, man. I guess that's it. We're gonna let, we're gonna get rolling then. Uh. We'll get rolling as in I'm gonna roll on out of here. Done, not necessarily. Done got rolling. Say goodbye, Chris. We did great. Bye bye. Hey everyone, if you made it this far, we appreciate you listening to the end. If you want to get a hold of us, our social links, we have a Facebook, which you can find Chris and Bud Show. Our Twitter is Chris and Bud Show 1. Chris's personal Twitter would be at Deliberate88. My personal Twitter would be at BudB88. We also have a Discord server that we've launched that's free for everyone to join. You can find the link for that on the Twitter or the Facebook page. Discord is going to be the easiest way to interact with me and Chris. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.